This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So all's well that ends well in the end, I guess, because uh, the viewers of SABC or those who are reliant on SABC for coverage of live sport managed to see or got to see uh, coverage of the Rugby World Cup and saw the Springboks opening match. This is after that 11th hour deal that was struck between the Supersport, the, who hold the rights uh, to broadcast uh, these World Cup matches, all of them. Um, a deal was struck with the SABC to televise at least some of these matches. Now, according to reports over the weekend, the deal was struck after the SABC managed to secure corporate backing um, from, amongst others, SAB, um, to help it fund a the figure of $2 million, which apparently is what the Supersport were demanding. It comes up to around 30-something million rand, or 38 million rand, more or less. Um well, and uh, yeah, so this is where we are. But I mean, is this a sustainable solution to the problem? Let's have that discussion with Executive Director of Media Monitoring Africa. William Bird, good morning. Good to have you with us. And thanks so much for taking our call this morning. Morning, Titi. Thanks for having me on the program. Yeah, so there seems to be no ambiguity from the point of view of ICASA in terms of your policy. That is clear that what they define as sports of national interest should be accessible to viewers both on these paid platforms and on free-to-view, uh, you know, uh, free-to-air, rather. Uh, we're talking sports of national interest here. We'll be talking cricket, um, uh, rugby, football, netball, and so forth. But when it comes, the, the, the problem, though, with it is that ICASA cannot dictate to a super sport. I know this was a subject of great uh, discussions and deliberations. Um, was it a year or two ago? Um, now, in absence of some kind of a firm policy on how these rights are to be allocated uh, or what fees are to be paid, are we not going to be having this uh, same uh, kind of little dance every year when a World Cup comes along? Because this is what happened last time around as well, where I think another beer company had to step into the breach to ensure that SABC viewers see the World Cup. Yeah, you know, it's not sustainable is the short answer. And and the fact that we all left, uh, you know, until the 11th hour, not knowing whether or not we're going to be able to watch the games, is just not acceptable, really. And we have to wonder, and and what we have to be asking the, the broadcasters, SABC and Supersports, is when did negotiations start and mm. why wasn't their deal concluded a year ago, let's say, for example, right? We've known the state this, this this event was coming for the last four years, so they've had ample opportunity to sit down, do a deal, et cetera, et cetera. We don't know when Supersport did the original bidding and they bought the rights, mm. but surely, surely at that time, SABC should have been going and saying, hey, we're going to need this because of our national sports rights, mm. these issues of public interest. Can we sit down and, and, and negotiate these things? And rather than a week, two weeks before this thing, we see that it's suddenly becoming an issue and, and SABC is left with scraps. But it's and it is scraps that they left with because if you remember we've also discussed DTT you know and switching off of the analog signal, mm. so the analog signal's already been switched off in four provinces. So the people in those four provinces uh, who still rely on on free to air, for example, would not have been able to see anything of the sport yes. even if they were on SABC because the analog signal has been switched off. So you've got a, an issue of denying access to to people. You've got uh, again, it speaks to you know a hopeless failure by government to 
consider any kind of proper policy environment. And you've got ECOSA. I mean, they're just absent from the party. It's like they, it's like they mm. are, are, are you know, selling lotto tickets or something, but they certainly aren't getting involved in this matter. Why are they silent I'm, on it? Why haven't they said this is what's going on? I'm glad you touched on that because we have been trying to speak to them since the announcement came through that a deal has been struck. Uh, they had agreed to come on and talk to us, and but they have uh, since uh, just basically gone AWOL. They've dropped us. And uh, there's no no voices coming out of there because it's important that we establish exactly what they have mandated or what um, what uh, exactly is in place to ensure that we don't have this um, every four years. You know, and also now the way that uh, the SCBC has managed to secure these scraps, as you describe them, um, is via the intervention of corporates. You know, um, I wonder who's the big winner in this arrangement here. Is uh, uh, how much uh, are these uh, the likes of SCB going to be able? How much pound are they going to uh, flesh? Are they going to get for their money? Well, you know, they do, they're not doing it for the for the sake of the country and for mm. the people that need to have access. They're doing it because it's a, a, a sound commercial decision, and they can get, you know, all sorts of other audiences that uh, super sport can't bring to them mm. for that reason. So they're doing it because it's a commercially sound reason. But again, they would have known that SABC would have been desperate. So instead of saying, well, we can cover this and we can cover this. They would have just said, right, we can cover the bare minimum. So SABC's negotiating uh, power in that dynamic would have mm. been close to nothing precisely because they were sitting there saying, please, you know, give us uh, give us at least some few scraps so that we don't look, uh, so that some people can get some... To save face. Mm, mm. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. you know, the, 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 the commercial sponsors, they would do well and you want them to do well. Let's Let's be clear, we don't want these events not to be incredibly successful for everyone. You know, mm. you've got an incredibly good brand with the Springboks out there. You've got all sorts of other brands. You can hopefully sell South Africa. You can sell all sorts of things mm. linked linked to this, you know. So you really want them all to be as successful as possible. What we do have to work out, however, is to say, why is it that SABC yet again mm. has, was, was put in this position? Or is this because of their own failures by the SABC. Yeah. We don't, at this point, that's not clear. You know, yeah. So it's easy to blame uh, Supersport because they bought everything. Mm. But why is it that the SABC has done this? And is there a degree and, and the legitimacy to the SABC's anti-competitive um, mm. complaint against the, the, the Complaints Commission? We know that they submitted that over a year ago and it still mm. hasn't been heard. Yeah. And, and, and also, it means that uh, with this arrangement, it means the SABC is not going to make any money from this because uh, I, well, they could make, but probably not as much as they would have been able to had this been concluded earlier. Because as things stand, uh, SAB and whoever else has been included in this can pick and choose what advertising they want. You know, they, they hold all the cards. Well, exactly. And it means that all those other sort of extras that they could do sports programs on and get sponsorship for some of these things, they could be hosting events. Mm. You would want to SABC, for example, to be running you know, fan parks in, in, in connection with uh, the Rugby South Africa. And yet, as far as I know, those are then run as private events. And yet, mm. that's kind of counterintuitive. And again, it just doesn't serve the greater interests of the people of, of, of South Africa. And that's what we have to think about when we're thinking about the SABC is, yes, they, they need to make money from it because of their parlous financial yeah. state. Yeah. But overall, this is about access, people being able to watch yeah. games and we have to find a better way of doing it you know one of the, the suggestions from sabc is is that you unbundle those rights that you don't just say 
the person with the biggest pockets and the deepest pockets comes and Gets they can everything, buy absolutely yeah. everything. They should yeah, well, be saying, well, yeah. spread it out. From our conversation, two parties have to also say something here. Now we're talking about, uh, you know, the Competitions Commission as well as ICAS. I think we need to hear from William Bird. Thank you so much for coming. And as Thank always, you. thanks for your perspective. Thank you. Yep. And that's where we are going to have to leave it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the ICASA, we've been trying to get a hold of them since last week. They said, no, they can't come on last week, but they promised that they'll be on this Monday. Dololo. No explanation, no apology, but anyway, these things happen. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.